get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the 16th installment of the What Up Though podcast. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot what number it was for a minute, actually. So, it's, no, it's, I'm glad that you finally got it right. Cause I, I yeah, sure. and I never get it right. I always say it fucked up. But uh, yeah, so welcome to the 16th week. Uh, I am not Otis. You're not Otis. <laughs> I just felt you. I thought you were just gonna go play the part and like, yeah, I'm not Mike. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> just yeah. I, I didn't I, get I, it. I, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, all right, all right. No, I am. I am on this. Yeah, no, no, fuck. It's, it's over now, though. It's done. Um, again, welcome. We do our uh, non-sponsored shout-outs early. Uh, again, we've uh, made Kessler's whiskey the uh, unofficial official sponsor, sponsored drink for the podcast, mm-hmm. and random cigars. Yeah. Just uh, I'm smoking some Rocky Patel Mulligans right now. Pretty yeah. good, pretty good smoke. I'm on the second cigar of a grab bag that you brought, and I almost kind of see why you didn't like them. Well, this second one's actually. I didn't decent. try them. Those are just the ones that I had left, and I was like, now that I have a bunch of stuff that I want, I know I'm not. I I don't see me ever smoking those. So yeah, the, well, this one is not bad. It's, Classico Amaretto, it's not bad, but the CAO one I didn't really care for too much. But I've never liked any of the CAO ones I've had, and it said it was flavored, but I didn't taste. You can shit. never tell. Nah, and then it started unraveling at the end. Um, yeah, I probably won't ever buy any CAO. At least don't get their infused joints because that Brazilian joint is, is the shit. But that's not that's that's a non-infused one. Yeah, it's not infused. I may try that one. So, um, I guess the burning question I have, which you kind of, you kind of, I saw on your Facebook post, but, uh, how was the, uh, Eminem and what's that girl name concert? (laughs) 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 Wow. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I forget. Um, what what is her name? No, um, man, it was dope, dog. Like the best part about it. Well, the starters, I gotta tell you, I, I bought tickets to the show. Um, maybe a couple months ago. So I was going regardless, but then we had a contest at work where um, the CEO sent an email out saying if you if you volunteered in the past month, which I have twice, uh, to write about uh, you know w- what you volunteered for, when you went, and then uh, how you feel it helps the community, and and you basically just detail your uh, your. Uh, Experiences volunteering, so and then put how many ticket tickets you want to the show because they were offering uh, tickets to a, a suite in, in a suite for the for the concert. So I wrote up a nice little piece. I mean, I'm not too cocky about much stuff, but I'm a damn good writer. So I wrote up a nice little email about my experiences volunteering, and uh, I ended up winning the suite tickets. So not only did I get to watch the concert in the suite. But I was actually able to flip the tickets that I already had for three hundred dollars. So I essentially got paid 
to go see the concert in the suite. And it was dope because like at Comerica Park is why it's a it's a open it's an open park. It's not you know not have a roof or nothing like that. And it was mad humid last night, and they had like the whole like the stage didn't take up any portion of the baseball field. So the entire baseball field, aside from the actual diamond portion of it, was the general admission. So there were thousands of people bunched in together on the field. Fuck that. To watch that shit and that humidity and shit. And, like, it was jam-packed. All It was a sold-out concert. All the seats were going. And it was, like, I feel so fortunate because, like, if I had been in my seat, it would have been humid. It would have been jammed in with other people. been hot and sweaty and gross. And But instead, I was in an air-conditioned room with free food and drinks and, uh, you know, our own personal seats outside the suite. And it was just, like, it was a real nice experiences. I was able to actually enjoy the concert comfortably, whereas the people who were down on the field, they were closer, but I can't even imagine how uncomfortable that shit was. Mm-hmm. But it opened up real dope, because they did like a couple like mashups and shit first. And uh, my favorite one was Eminem did his Renegade verse uh, over the Run This Town beat, with Rihanna doing the Run This Town hook that she, you know she's on that song. Yeah, that had to be and dope. I thought that was a dope-ass mashup. Because it started off with her just doing the Run This Town hook. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But then he started rapping the Renegade verse. And I was like, shit. So, yeah, it was dope. Like, he did a lot of great shit. Uh, she did. She has so many hits. She did a lot of great songs. But she didn't do, like, my favorite my favorite songs of hers. So, that was slightly disappointing. But other than that, sh- man, nothing to complain about. I bought a bottle of whiskey for, like, $60. And we just sat. I just got the whiskey. I got some ice from in the, from in the suite. I got some cups from in the suite. I got some mixers from in the suite. And we just sat there, made our own drinks, and watched the concert peacefully. It was dope. That's cool as hell. I I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever been in a suite for a, a concert, so I can't even imagine how that is. But yeah, I've never been in a suite for a concert either. That was my second time in a suite at Comerica Park. Their suites are smaller than the ones at the palace, but still very, very nice rooms. I've been in, I've been in suites at the palace a few times uh, for Pistons games, and um, I think I was there for something other than a Pistons game, but it wasn't a concert. I can't remember, but yeah. So yeah, it was it was dope. I didn't do anything uh, exciting as that this weekend. Like, I remember telling you I was going to go to the Lions game. But then when I figured out it was the Lions game and uh, Comerica Park was going to be where the concert was, I was like, eh, I don't want to fuck with the park in. <laughs> and so, luckily, like I said, I hadn't I hadn't purchased any tickets yet. I was going to look. I had looked on StubHub for tickets, and tickets were fairly cheap. Um, but when I looked at that shit, I was like, fuck that. I maybe I think it's one more preseason game. It yeah, it's one more. So... Oh, shit, now I just thought about it. I have a fucking live draft that I'm supposed to go to for fantasy. Go to? like It, in it could be at a bar and shit. Oh, shit. That sounds high. I'll yeah. do that. I would love to do that. So that's supposed, supposed to be Friday. I'm trying to think about it. So maybe I won't go to you guys. I, just, I guess I'll just save my money and just go to a fucking regular Lions game. I know some people that's doing a, a party bus for the Monday night game. For the first game. <sighs> Man, 
<laughs> that's going to be nice. Yeah, so I'm thinking about trying that, but that's a hefty-ass ticket for that one, so. I can imagine. Uh, so I'm, cons- I'm, con- I don't know, I mean, just fucking pawing my kidney and shit <laughs> to try to do that. But I, I went to a... I like how you said pawing your kidney, because you know, yeah. if you pawn something, you can... Right, you right, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. I'm going to pull my kidney and I'm going to see I'm, if I can go back and get it I'll back. i get it, get it back. I went, I went to, I think, I forget which game they, it was, I think it was a Monday night game last year for a party bus and it was pretty cool. Uh, it beats having to fucking drive, man. So, don't have to worry about parking and other that shit. And all kind of drinks and stuff on the bus and stuff. So, I don't know. If I get some extra money, I may try it. But other than that, I'll just be on my couch. So That's my plan. Uh, the Lions tickets are mad expensive, man. They had the nerve to fucking go up on tickets, too. But and they're still one of the lower-priced uh, teams, actually. But, man, Lions tickets are really expensive. I was just like, you motherfuckers ain't, ain't been to the fucking second round of playoffs and shit. It's 1990-something. Yeah. So to go up on tickets, it just pissed me off. I thought like, you got some fucking nerve. But I'm still going to try to go to a regular game. I want to do a tailgating uh, event, too. Um, one of the games. Hopefully one of the games before it, get wait, before it gets colder. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing reports that we're going to have another cold-ass fucking winter this year. To me, that's kind of like a... I think that's kind of like a no-brainer. Because it's like we had... We didn't even have a hot summer. Like, this has been like the most manageable summer in my life like generally summer gets way too hot for me because I don't like the humidity and shit so it gets really humid here and it's like hot sticky you want to take a shower every couple hours type heat but we haven't really had that many like really hot days this summer so and then the last last winter ran so long and it was so cold I mean it was was the coldest snowiest winter of all time and then we had this like rinky dink not that hot summer so I imagine that just like last year, winter's probably going to start early, end late, and be cold as fuck. I'm not really looking forward to it. Yeah, they said it's going to be real, yeah, real cold. And last year was, uh, was ooh. Well, last year was record setting. So, whatever. So, in the news this week, <laughs> one of the funniest stories that I've read this week was all of the hoopla regarding Floyd Mayweather and his lack of reading. <laughs> um, so the first thing I had heard before I had seen anything else was 50 Cent. Now, 50 Cent does hilarious fucking videos. And I guess, you know, the last couple of months, you know, maybe he's a fell out with... Because at some point, him and 50 Cent and Floyd was cool as hell. Yeah. And I remember 50 Cent saying that, you know, called him like a little brother, you know, he's a little immature, shit like that some months ago, so I guess they done probably fully, you know, uh, fell out. So, 50 Cent did, you know, the video about, you know, uh, uh, ALS Challenge, uh, talking about to read, uh, what was it, Harry Potter book? Yeah, why don't we just go right on ahead and <laughs> play that. I, I just, I, I love this video, so... This is a special A-S-L-E-L-S challenge for you, Floyd. If you can read one full page of a Harry Potter book, nigga, I'll give 750000 to whatever charitable organization you want to. Fuck the buck guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I just love that video because I don't know what, man, his face, 
when he says the the Harry Potter shit, like his face and like I don't know something about the way he says nigga just makes me laugh. Like you can read one page from the Harry Potter book, nigga. Okay. <laughs> and it's just his facial expression at the same time. It's just that was a hilarious video. So yeah, he made that video and uh, then he put another video out saying that Jimmy Kimmel will air. If 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 Floyd does actually read it, Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel will air it live, and then said, but but they don't want it to be too hard on them, so they're gonna make it a cat in a hat book. Man, when they when so after that, Charlemagne from the Breakfast Club posted this video of Floyd trying to read uh, read a drop, read a drop, which is basically like a commercial, I guess, on the radio. Yeah, and that shit, shit, we should play that. Why the fuck we didn't cue that shit? Um, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, keep talking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about things. I think I can probably find it pretty quick. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I know I just put a lot of pressure on you. It's like, always, Talk about something. Talk about something on this fucking podcast. Talk about something. Shit. <laughs> fuck. Uh, shit. Well, it's always fuck Floyd because one, he just—I mean, I just can't stand anybody uh, that's a uh, uh, that beats on women. So, still fuck him. So, I have no remorse. Uh, for, I found it. Floyd Mayweather, and I joined Heart Radio for the show. Your strike. 
I'm Floyd Mayweather. For the show, your stripes <laughs> to support Yo, yo, Heart Radio. He and never said I Heart Radio. Charlemagne, are we live? Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Only he got right with his fucking name. <laughs> and even that was a struggle. I'm Floyd. It was like he questioned was he really Floyd. Like, I'm Floyd Mayweather. Like, you can just see question marks in it. Like, I'm Floyd. I'm Floyd Mayweather. I'm Floyd. I can't get over the fact that he says, the, the line is, uh, it's, join the Show Your Stripes movement, and he just, it's like he inserted a period, like he just thinks that there's no, there's nothing that can come after join the show other than a period. So he like, join the show, oh wait, there's more, Your Stripes movement, <laughs> like he just, he never got that right, he never said He never said I, I. Radio. he just yeah. said Heart Radio, like dude, you don't even know what the fuck it is, Heart Radio, Heart Radio. Heart Radio. Like, motherfucker. God damn. Oh, man. I wonder how did he get that drop, though. That's hilarious. I, I kind of did want to hear the finished version. Like, did he ever get it to it where like, it sounded it respectable? probably like three days later. <laughs> he wanted practice in the crib and shit. <laughs> he's, he's standing in the mirror. I'm, I'm Floyd Mayweather. I'm Floyd Mayweather. I'm Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> like, I just want to hear him say it like he's questioning himself. I'm Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> Floyd, yeah, it's awful. So after all that, it went a whole day with people posting all kind of pictures and so forth, so on. And so later on that day, either or either early the next day, he posts a a picture on his Instagram page. Uh, about read this and there's two checks, you know, of like totaling like maybe seventy million dollars or something. So he can make money. He just can't fucking read, right? Things we know. He can make money. He's a great defensive player and he beats women. <laughs> that was all the things I know of him. Fuck him. And his illiterate ass. He probably. I wonder if he would be a better reader if he wasn't a boxer. Because, I mean, you talk, I mean, well, the fact that he is, he is a very uh, defensive minded dude, so he doesn't get hit that much. But I wonder if, like, blows to the head if caused play a part in his inability to read. I don't know, man. I just, I watched the interview yesterday with Sugar Ray Leonard and he talks great for a boxer. I mean, he doesn't, you know, he he doesn't have any of the, you know, the he doesn't have the signs that shows that, you know, he's been hitting the head too much. Or And Sugar Ray has been fighting for it, shit, ever since I've known in the 80s at least, you know, so... Nah, I think he just illiterate ass and shit. He just <laughs> he just bronze over, you know, brains. You know, that's pretty much his thing. So, but yeah, that was it. Was a str- at first it was I was sitting there because I, I listened to it a couple of times, and I'm just like, this motherfucker really can't read. 
And I just didn't think like a guy of that, you know, caliber would would not be able to at least read like some simple shit. Yeah. Like he just kept leaving out the eye. It was just heart radio. Like that's not even a place. Not poor even fella. a show. Poor little fella. And then uh the funny thing uh, to kind of transition and piggyback off that topic. Like the the ice bucket challenge has been going around. It's kind of crazy to me cuz like it's, got, it's spiraled out of control to where it really is just people pouring ice on themselves for no reason. Because the idea initially was supposed to be you're supposed to donate to to the ALS fund, and then if you don't, if you get challenged and you don't donate, then you're supposed to pour ice on yourself. But now it's just become like a pour ice on yourself challenge. Like you pour ice on yourself doesn't actually alert people about ALS. It doesn't. You know, it doesn't help with funding. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. It's just you pouring ice on yourself. So I think it's funny that that not funny, but <laughs> sad that this ALS challenge is kind of like devolved into a thing where the actual purpose of it is lost. Like the whole idea of like aiding in the funding of of the research is completely gone. Like no one's donating. They're just pouring ice on themselves. I, I was sitting here reading because I just wanted to make sure I got the words right because I wanted to at least. You know, explain exactly what ALS was. Um, <laughs> and I'm feeling like Floyd looking at looking at this shit. <laughs> looking at the words. Uh, I believe it's. Uh, I'm I'm blame I'm I'm blame Otis. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, shit. I am Floyd. Uh, I want to say I'm your tropic, tropic, tropic. I'm going to embarrass myself. Lateral sclerosis, which is often referred to as Lou Gehrig's disease. But it says a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. But I, 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 I'm willing to bet that probably 95% of the people doing this shit has no clue. Of, I would say that's a pretty reasonable yeah, number. Yeah, have no clue of of disease. Hell, they probably don't know who the fuck Lou Gehrig is either. Um... But I've seen so many of these challenges where one, they just say the ice challenge and they just pour, <laughs> and they they say the ice challenge and they pour a bucket of water over, ain't even no fucking ice yeah, in it. I've seen that too, yeah, yeah. And then they don't even explain the you know what it is and why they're doing it because, like you say, the whole purpose of pouring a bucket of ice water was if you were not donating. If you were donating, it was no use for the shit. So I don't know. I think. People just think of, of a fucking... I'm not pouring no fucking water on me. Or, you know, whatever. I may donate. If I had the money, I would, but... Yeah, I would have to pour the ice because I don't have money to be donating. Like, if, if I had, you know, the extra money, I'd be donating it to my <laughs> groceries. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen some cool uh, celebrity ones. Uh, what is his name? What was the... Damn, I can't think of his name. What was your boy that uh, started doing? He did a, a stand-up here and got booed. Um, he did a stand-up and got booed. Uh, was it Three Men and a Baby? He was on there. Or Two Men and a Baby? What's the TV show? Oh, uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Yeah. He did one two with Two and a half men. Two and a half men. Yeah, <laughs> I had a title total fucked up. We went from three and a three men. <laughs> three three <laughs> Three babies and some shit. <laughs> Three babies and a... Three men and a baby. And a, I don't know what you said. Yeah. 
Yeah. And somehow I still figured it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you had those contest clues. Horrible contest clues at that. <laughs> this is a guy from Look Who's Talking and uh, <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Like, what? I couldn't think of shit Charlie Sheen was in, man. Damn. Two and a half men. Yeah. Two and a half men. <laughs> he did something where he just dumped a, a bucket of like money on the ground or some shit. Before he was donating or whatever. I seen the... Uh, it was one from the, the old Spice guy, the black guy, and he was doing one where he kept trying to pull the string and water would come out, but he kept reflecting off of him or some shit. <laughs> I think he was donating like $1,000 or so. You said you saw a cool one. Yeah, I saw uh, Patrick Stewart, the guy who plays Professor X in the X-Men movies. He just, he didn't say a word in the video. He just wrote a check and then moved his checkbook to the side and then pulled a bucket of ice in front of him and then kind of sit there, sat there for a hot second and then reached in the bucket with tongs and put it in a glass and made himself a drink. And that was it. Swag. But I was like, he kind of just like... Swag. He kind of just like threw shade at all the people who have lost sight of what the challenge is supposed to be about which without is, even actually saying anything. Which is most. Yeah. I've, seen, I've seen some stars do the ice bucket challenge and donate and then nominate all these other... Well, the thing it's is, I mean, I guess they're, they're getting, you know, no, um, you know, getting... People to know about it, so that's I guess that's a plus. Uh, I seen I think one of the kind of I seen Will Smith do it. I haven't seen Will Smith do it. Yeah, he was. It was I guess he was in like his backyard. It was like a it was a huge ass yard of just. Like, I would imagine so. Yeah, I seen Will Smith do his. Uh, I think whatever his door. Like a whole Eminem concert in Will Smith's backyard. Right, his yard is huge. I've seen him do it. I think I actually seen 50 Cent because he actually did it. Oh, he did? Yeah, he actually, he actually did it. Oh, did you? Did they do the um, the challenge at the concert? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, okay. Cause I saw a video that I didn't know if they just did it on one day and not the other. No, so. they just did it in mine. Oh, okay. Because yeah, it, okay. uh, it was the last day. Yeah, uh, all three, all three, well, all three, like everybody would know that there's three people. Uh, all three. Yeah, all of them. No, the, um, he goes by Mr. Porter now, but right? I just call yeah. him. He was con artist in D12, and he's like now Eminem's official hype man after... He's been Eminem's official hype man since Proof died. So uh, he did it, Eminem did it, and Rihanna did it. Yeah, I was watching that this morning. On, uh, somebody posted a video on Facebook and showed them on there. I didn't think Rihanna was going to do it. Yeah. Why? Why was the bucket so big though for Rihanna's? Though? But it I wasn't was that much. Too. But it wasn't that much water. It was the same amount of water. It was like a big ass like stew pot or something. <laughs> but they came out. I was like, man, they about to soak her ass. But it wasn't that much water in it. So, yeah. How was traffic downtown? I don't know. I, <laughs> I know y'all walk. Yeah, I mean, obviously right. y'all didn't have to drive. But, but we I got mean, there early too. So like we got there early. And it it was crowded around Comerica Park, but the traffic wasn't that bad. But like it's bad. But we walked down Woodward, and Woodward is closed for the right, rail for the, construction. The rail, right from like literally from where we walked from to where we walked to. So there, was, so we didn't even see traffic because it's closed. So I don't really know how the traffic was. I mean, I would imagine with all those people in there, it was insane. Because a Tigers game, a sold out Tigers game, would be just in the stands. Right. Whereas, like I said, there was thousands of people on the field. So it, I'm sure it was crazy. I mean, I still don't get how parking lots can up their up their rates so fucking high when concerts and stuff come. I hear it was like forty, sixty dollars and shit just to park. <sighs> I can't even imagine. And then like I would have like uh, I I always have 
suspicions about that type of shit. Because I feel like I never really know if that person actually runs that parking lot or not. Like, because it, it's never like somebody that looks professional. It's like some random old Arabic dude in like a orange flak jacket. And I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. But it's people. That guy really owns this lot. Well, I mean, not even as far as owning lots, but it's people who, uh, who get people. You know, the parking is right. To the street over from uh, from Centaur, mm-hmm. that one street that has no meters. Yeah, it'd be bums out there charging people to park all the fucking times. I'd be like, dog, are you serious? Like, I live here. Oh, I'm just playing with you, nephew. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you, dog. You better get your ass away from my car. But people charging on that, but that's just stupid. If you if you notice, there are clearly no fucking uh, meters on a on a street. You should notice. You, and you don't uh, know a bum when you see one. Right. Exactly. That 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 too. So, bums have a very specific attire, right? That <laughs> lets you know that they're bums. And I'm pretty. And the thing is, I'm pretty good with uh, parking. I can usually find parking somewhere down there. If I, I, I'm always like, I'm not going to pay for parking. Well, I'm not going to pay for uh, parking lot parking. I'll meter park. Um, but it was probably pretty tough to find parking last night. Yeah, I, 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 I would have. I would think so, dude. Just you, speaking of parking. The fucking e, uh, emergency manager. Did you hear that this fucker's trying to raise parking to ninety dollars for a fucking just tickets? Raised it. Yeah, to forty five. Ninety dollars, dude. We have listeners who aren't from here, so I'll let y'all know the way parking tickets have worked for my for my entire adult life up until I think they put they raised the rates in I want to say May or March, one of the M months. Uh, it used to be $10 would be what you would pay if you got a parking ticket if you paid the parking ticket within like 10 days or like a week or something like that. And then if you didn't pay it within the first 10 days, the actual ticket was $20. Now they raised it to where it's $45, period. Like it's not cheaper if you pay it in the first 10 days, it's $45. So now I guess he's saying he's trying to raise it up to $90. Dude, all the fucking meters don't even work. Right, half the meters don't work, and then like that used to be a decision for me. Like, I would, sometimes I would legit think like, eh, well, let's see, I could just park here and then pay a ten dollar ticket rather if I get a ticket rather than pay twenty or thirty dollars to park in a lot. So I'm like, okay, best case scenario, I don't get a ticket and I just park here for free. Worst case scenario, I get a parking ticket and I pay ten dollars later. Rather than paying twenty or thirty dollars now, I feel that you just siding with the fucking now, people who parking lot because a person would say, "Well, versus a nine dollars ticket, I'll just park in a parking lot." Then, so it's like now nah, you're just giving them money, you know, right. then, versus I could take a ten dollars ticket because it's a lot of for the most part it's cheaper than a parking lot. Exactly, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's crazy. Speaking yeah. of parking, though, did I tell you the, the guy from Parking Wars? Uh, not only does he work the area at a uh, where I live at now, but I think he actually lives in that apartment building. Are you serious? Yeah, I saw him in the lobby of the apartment building. Uh, the ponytail? Yeah, pony, the black ponytail. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I saw him in the lobby show, and I'm like, does he live here? Dude, he's funny. Have you seen the show with him on air? Mm-hmm. The episode? Yeah, yeah so I know. Yeah, he's hilarious, dude. I think I saw it from you tweeting about it so much. Yeah, like, I watched... check out this parking wars shit. I had it on DVR. I watched, like, a bunch of episodes and saw him on it. He's funny, though. I mean, I don't know. The parking thing is really interesting. It's like, I mean, obviously, you're, you're, most people are in violation, you know, so it's not really room to really bitch. But, I mean, sometimes, man, you could just lay off on the shit. 
If I'm outside, if I'm at my at my fucking car, dude, just let me leave if that's the case. Yeah. And then I see him around not working too. Like it's the time I came out of the apartment building and he was like driving by in his actual personal car. Like, you know, just regular, you know, not working and shit. I was like, yeah, I think he must live around here. And I saw him in the lobby like a few days later. I was like, yeah, I think he, he might live in this building. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. I, I should have talked to him. Like, yeah, I remember you from parking. I don't know if he still airs or not. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen, seen it in a while. I haven't seen any cameras or anything. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen nothing in a while about it. So I don't know if the show is even on. Did they have any new episodes or anything? I saw people taking pictures with him when I came out to go to work once. I was like, oh, okay. They know him. Then y'all just have you been in the new Seven uh, Eleven downtown? No, just there today. How is that? It's attached to the building. Like, well, no, it's not attached, but it's it's right next door. It's, it's like a regular Seven Eleven, except the quality of life that frequents it is pretty poor. Like, it's, <laughs> it's it's a bunch of people who probably read like Floyd Mayweather. That's <laughs> in there. Matter of fact, I was in there today, and I went in there to get some some chips and some dip, and um, I'm standing in the line right and. The, there's one register there's two registers but only one of them was manned and I was standing next to the second register which was not manned and I was second in line so I was up next the person another employee came and immediately hopped on that register so obviously I'm standing in front of it I was next in line anyway so that's my my spot you know obviously she, she gonna ring me up and like as soon as she came up to the register the woman behind me like put her stuff on the counter like behind me and just stuck money out like the line don't apply to her yeah i like gave her like the rawest look like (laughs) like the line don't like the line don't apply to you because you already know how much your shit costs and she was on the phone being loud and like i just look at her i'm like like people like you are the reason that the police are killing black people like (laughs) like you like you the ones you the one is dragging us down like it's, it's people like you that like i get it like, that's when I get it. Like, okay, see, that's why they don't respect us. That's why they kill us, because of people like you. Like, you, you like, pure filth trash. Like, it's nothing but, like, ashy niggas with long toenails in that motherfucker. That's all. That's pretty much all it is. That's terrible. What? Yeah. So what happened? Did, she, did they take your hers first? The, the person working the register didn't even, like, honor her. Like, she just started ringing my shit up. You shouldn't have. And the woman still kept, she kept her arm out with her money for, like, kind of a long time. Before she took it back, realizing that no bitch, I don't think she realized anything. I think maybe her fat ass arm just got tired. Like exactly. I, don't, I don't think there's any way that she actually realized anything. And then the woman who was rigging me up, she looked. She was kind of like she rung my shit up and then looked at kind of like side gave like a little side eye toward the woman behind me that had her money. I was like, is she with you? Like, no, <laughs> it took my whole soul not to be like hell no. That's just terrible. Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> so sad. I totally don't agree with the whole logic of, like, if we stopped acting like niggas, then the police will stop shooting us. Like, I don't agree with that, but nope. people like her make it really hard not to, well, not to, not to agree with that. Like, it's like, yeah, you, you, just from the fact that you held your money out, like, it was your turn in line, like, yeah, the police could probably shoot you and I'd be okay with it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's hard, dude. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't have any tolerance for it. Ugh, I can't stand fucking. Ugh. Man, it's like this whole shit with with Mike Brown and like all the 
all the racist shit that's come out around it, like the whole Darren Wilson supporters and all that craziness, like it's gave me such it's give it's made me even more and I don't even know this was possible, but it's made me like dislike humanity even more than I already did. And I dislike humans more than most people that I know already. So like it's now it's kinda like it's made it so that I don't have any patience for like any fuck shit. And it doesn't have anything to do with white or black or any... It's like fuck shit, period. Because it's like, I'm already like kind of like depressed, defeated, and angry over like the way... Over what's happening right now. And like the... That, that realization is like a punch in the stomach to realize that basically like we really are like looked at as a lower lower form of life to other races. So like that, that realization to know that is fat is really like it's just really defeating and depressing so it's like i'm already kind of dealing with that on a daily basis like i kind of like i walk around now and i look at people and i'm just kind of like i I know i view the world differently and because of that like i don't have any patience for anybody's fuck shit because i'm like if, if i'm already gonna be mad about all this shit going on in life i'm not gonna put up with anything i don't have to put up with so if i see like a dumb person on facebook this being stupid, I just unfriend them. Like, and I, you know, maybe a, a you know, a few months ago, I might have just been like, oh well, this person's okay sometimes, but uh, you know, I no, I don't have no patience for nobody anymore. So I've unfriended a lot of people lately, and like, unfollow people just because I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Like, I, I don't have any patience to put up with shit that I don't have to put up with. If I can unfollow you or block you or not see you anymore, I'm just gonna do that because I, I don't need any added. Any added grief in my life on top of the, you know, like I said, the realization that we're looked at as a lower form of life. Funny you say that. Well, uh, I guess that was the video, uh, not, I'm sorry, the video, the uh, voice message that uh, Gary Nile sent us was saying how, you know, they were, what, what did she say, second? second. Yeah, class? she said black people looked at second class citizens. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I'm like, mighty, second class? That'd be nice. It's mighty kind of her. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, we graduated to second class citizens. <laughs> wow, that's shocking. No, uh, I, no, I get her point, but yeah, like we're like eighth class citizens here. Fight uh, sidebar. I was looking up these again because I want to order some more of these. The cigars. Yeah, uh, the Rocky Patel ones. They have a twenty bundle for thirty bucks. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do it. It's funny because when we first started getting into cigars. Or actually, mainly when we first started, we first joined that cigar group on Facebook. I would look at people who talked about it as an addiction, kind of like not actually smoking them, but the addiction of collecting. Collecting them. And like I was like, okay, I was like, cigars are too expensive for me to just be buying them and stockpiling them and shit. When for me, you smoke them far more often than I do. Maybe if I had like a more reg- a regular schedule where I work normal a normal forty hour week and. You know, things are like normal like that. Maybe I smoke them a little more often. But as it is right now, I only smoke when we record the podcast. So I usually have two, like one before, you know, one while we're shooting the shit before we record and then one during. And then on maybe like two or three times, I'll have three while we're recording. But then that's it for me for the week. I just have those two. So for me, especially stockpiling is like crazy because I'm not even smoking them like that. So yeah. if I buy a pack of five or a pack of ten or a couple of packs of five, like I think I got in my humidor, I think in my humidor and what I got on me total, I probably have between fifteen and twenty. 
So it's like, technically, at two a week, if I have 20, I'm good, good for two and a half months. Right, right, right. But, like, You're I'm still like, sitting here like, oh, you can get 30 for 20, you know, 20 for $30? That's well, the thing deal. is, my, since my schedule is a lot freer now um, until I start working full time, which will probably be in the next, like, two to three weeks. Hopefully. Um, hopefully, depending on how shit go. Yeah. Um, I usually have a, I'm a lot freer, so, I, you know, I can end up having a couple of cigars during the week. Um, I know I definitely go through two, maybe three on a podcast. Um, you kind of got to three lately on the podcast. Like, I think the past, I know that's your <laughs> third one, and we yeah. just started. So, yeah, I might have a third one tonight, too, though, because I'm just kind of like, I don't know, man. I'm like not, I'm very, like, I'm not in a bad mood, but I'm not in a good mood either. I'm very, like, blah right now. I don't know why. I think this has been a long weekend. I don't get a lot of sleep, so. I don't know. But, yeah, I might have a third one today. Because this is the only time that I get to, when we record, is the only time that I get to, like, chill, relax, have a drink, have a smoke. And I don't have to worry about shit else. Like, oh. last night I had one. But that's oh. a rare. Well, I'm glad my home has become a safe haven for your smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my girl is not happy with all of the cigars that I've been buying. Uh, it's, it's a safe. Okay. It's a she she tells me how she tells me how to spend my money. Like she said, and what the funny thing about that is like, okay, say if we had like a joint bank account or something like that, or if it was like money that I borrowed or something like that, like you shouldn't you shouldn't buy that. That's one thing. But she will actually tell me how to spend my money while simultaneously acknowledging that it is my money. I just find that, like, really funny. Like, I don't care. Right. But, like, she, like, flat-out outlawed me from, like, buying tickets to the Justin Timberlake concert. When is that? It p- happened already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was miserable the whole day that I knew that that <laughs> concert happened that I wasn't going. And, like, I told her, I was like, you know, I'm thinking about maybe buying us a couple tickets to the Justin Timberlake concert. She was like, no, you're not spending your money on that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm not spending my money on that. Like, really, what, what, what we just said. Yeah, like you acknowledge that it is in fact my money, but you're telling me that I'm not going to spend it on that. And like, I mean, I mean, she doesn't just like tell me what to do, but it was like, well, she does. But like, <laughs> but no, like the the but point yet, was that we you just ain't got saw, a lot of kick it, Craig. We just saw Justin Timberlake last year with Jay Z, and the tickets for the Justin Timberlake concert were insanely ex- expensive. Like, they were, it was already sold out, so I would have had to pay the extra to get them off StubHub and shit. Are you actually buying those cigars, like, right now? I am. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at, he's, like, typing in his phone with his, like, credit card off the table. I am, that's better. <laughs> he's right. actually buying, what you say, it was 20 of them for $30? 20 for, I mean, total with shipping is $36. Okay. Yeah, so, uh. I figured, yeah, we, we I figured it's a great time to do it while you were talking, so yeah. I was like, cool. So, yeah, we just saw Justin Timberlake when he was here with Jay-Z, and the tickets were insanely expensive. Like, for bad seats, I was looking at paying, like, one thirty a seat for the bad seats. Like, that's how expensive Damn. that shit was uh, on StubHub. And to put that in perspective, for the Eminem concert, I bought those tickets... Uh, actually straight up. Like, I bought them from, you know, for retail price. From I walked over to Comerica Park and bought them. And we spent $90 a piece, but these were for good seats. Like, these were, like, lower level, like, fourth row on the lower level. And granted, like I said, the field was the entire general mission, so actually the actual seated seats are still kind of far away from the stage, but 
Yeah, we paid ninety for close seats, and then the Justin Timberlake was one thirty for like bad seats, like second level, like That's far away. Shit. Yeah, so her point was like, we just saw him, and now you're gonna spend two hundred fifty dollars to sit far. Like, I, 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 if I spent one thirty per ticket for Justin Timberlake, I need to be in the first row. But it was like the shit was coming. How up. much were the How much were the uh, Eminem tickets? You had actually I paid bought? ninety a piece for lower level seats. Oh shit! You got over there for selling them, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sold them for three hundred. So we made. I paid, and I walked to Comerica Park, so I didn't pay any fees because I bought them at the box office. So I actually paid flat out ninety dollars. Like no, not ninety dollars plus fees for one eighty. Yeah, so I paid one eighty cash for the two tickets, but I sold them for three hundred. That's dope. Yeah, so uh, we made sixty dollars a piece on that transaction, and then still and watching the suite. So like I said, we we got paid sixty dollars a piece to go watching the suite. That was dope. Yeah, you can't beat that. Win tickets and sell your tickets for more. Shit, I probably could have got more than three hundred, but. It was so last minute because I, I didn't find out that I won until Friday afternoon and the concert was Saturday. So I had to sell them right away. So uh, I was concerned about just being able to sell them, not much less, you know, getting extra money on top of it. So You just sold somebody you knew? No, I put uh, I put an ad on Craigslist. Oh, okay. Because like, cause Craigslist don't charge fees. So, and so you could just say, okay, this is what I want. You know, and then if somebody likes it, they can email you. And I put it. I put them on sale for three hundred, and somebody emailed me like, "What's up?" I, I buy it. So uh, I actually ended up meeting up with that dude uh, in Royal Oak later that night. Gave me tickets. He gave me three hundred dollars cash. Good to go. Right. Whereas I put them on StubHub initially, and I ended up deleting the post. But for me putting them up for three hundred on StubHub, I would have actually only received two fifty five. They so, take that much? Yeah. Wow. And they actually charge more. Like the I put them up for three hundred at one fifty a piece. The person buying them sees it as because that person pays fees too. So they see it as like one sixty nine or something like that. So if StubHub so they actually make more than the forty five dollars they take from me because they charge extra to the person buying. So the person buying pays fees on it. So they pay like I put them up for three hundred. This buyer, the buyer will see it for like say three twenty, and then StubHub only gives me two fifty five. So StubHub banks on that shit. Wow! But I just put them up on Craigslist and it was like easy peasy. And I got like I got maybe like three or four other emails after that of people who wanted to buy the tickets. But I wanted to make sure I didn't respond to them until after I actually had the money in hand from the dude who wanted three hundred. Speaking of which, did you see what I went to on Friday? That burger, a dude, burger. How'd you end up getting to that? And why the fuck you ain't say shit about it, dude? Work shit. <laughs> me and I don't say my girl's name. She doesn't want. She doesn't like me to say. She doesn't want me to say her name on a podcast. You and her. I don't know why, but yeah, we uh, we both work at the same job. I don't want to say my job on on the podcast either, but um, we both work for the same company, theoretically, and. We always have contests and all kinds of giveaways, and our my job is very. Uh, they take very good care giving. of us. Yes, they're very giving. They take really good care of us. So um, we enter stuff and we win stuff all the time. 
this situation though was just the opportunity. Somebody else at work told her about it, so he got VIP tickets to this thing for free. The VIP tickets actually cost seventy dollars a piece to go to this, and we got it for free. And basically, what it is is it's a, a burger and beer tasting, and uh, the regular tickets are fifty dollars. You get you get you know taste all the burgers or whatever, and it's a contest. So you vote on who has the best burger or who has the best. You vote on the best overall. You vote on the best turkey burger or the most creative burger or the most, uh, you know, the best fries or whatever. They had a, a whole bunch of different categories. You get to taste the burgers for 50 and then you get five uh, beer tickets. So you get to sample five beers. And the, the VIP one is the same thing, but you get 10, 10 beer tickets instead of uh, five. Oh, okay. So we had the VIP. That's the one that cost 70 And we had 10 beer tickets apiece. So we had twenty beer tick, twenty beer samples between us, and then the we, which we didn't actually end up using. I ended up giving my tickets away. Um, but yeah, the the burgers were crazy. It was a whole bunch of different places that were there, and they just had burgers that they were making for you to try. And they weren't like full size burgers. They'd be like, like sliders. Slider. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of people there that I follow on Instagram. And they posted some pictures and stuff. It looked pretty good. It was dope. The one that. I voted for us having the best burger was actually really good. It was mad creative. Like it said, it had like a, a pecan butter on the bun, and then it had like avocado. It had avocado on it, like an avocado spread kind of on it, and it had the burger. And then it had like pork belly on it. Damn. And uh, you remember that? Remember the place? It was, it was a place called Red Crown. Okay. I don't know what that. I don't know where it is. I've never heard of it before. I wonder if, was Green Dot stable there? No. If they were, I didn't see them. Um, there was uh, Firebird Tavern was there. That's that place that's in Greektown. It used to be Maryland's on Monroe. Oh, I didn't know they did food. Yeah, it's a place called it's called Firebird Tavern now. It's like a restaurant now. Oh. Um, they were there. A place called Onyx was there. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I remember. Um, there was a couple places that I recognized, and then a bunch of places I never even heard of. Uh, but I voted for that for that burger from Red Crown. I voted that as best overall. I voted that as best most creative, and I voted that for one other one too. But yeah, it was really good. And then like the beers were like, um, it was mostly stuff I was already familiar with, like um, the people who make Summer Shandy, Lining Kegel or whatever. They were there. Yeah. They had uh, they had three different beers there. I can't remember. The, they had a hun- the honey one. Honey, mm-hmm. honey, Weiss or whatever. They had a berry one, and they had one other one. Then like, uh, who else was there that I was familiar with? Uh, Woodchuck was there. They had three beers. They didn't have an apple, the apple cider joint, but they had like a ginger one, uh, something else. Magic Hat was there. Uh, it was mostly places that I was familiar with. So, but I didn't eat. I didn't drink all. The, I didn't, we didn't use all our beer tickets just because I got full on burgers. Yeah, I, I could imagine. I ate like six or seven different. <laughs> yeah, burgers. I I've been there for a couple of tastings. I've been there for like, I've been there for two beer, two or three beer tastings, and I went to a whiskey tasting there. The whiskey tasting I went to um, at Royal Oak Farmers Market. Yep, oh, yep, okay. same place. Okay, um, pretty much all the tasting they do, they always do it there. Yeah, I photographed um, the uh, when I was photogra- when I used to shoot events. I photographed the uh, it's like a vodka thing. I can't remember the, the name. Vodka, of vodka. It. Probably that was one I know. Well, that may have, they didn't want it in Ferndale, so I don't know if that was there. 
But there was a vodka tasting thing yeah. that I photographed. I went to the me and me and Chris went to the the whiskey tasting, and um, we had the VIP tickets. So we got there. We were able to go in there. Uh, I think it was half an hour early. We got more tickets. And we were able to That's get around. That's another part of the VIP at yeah. this thing was you get to yeah. early. early. And we had like 15 tickets. Whoa. Yeah. And I mean, it was just straight whiskey. And then my girl, she was she had a DD ticket. So she wasn't able to drink. Oh, wow. She was just there. Uh, but she was sampling something. She was just trying most of the food and stuff that was there. But, yeah, that thing, that was fucking... I mean, I mean, you think... Oh, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to be able to get fucked up off of 15 samples. You thinking they're going to be small? They're not. <laughs> they're like these. I mean, then it's liquor. Even with the beer. I say it's different if it's a if it's a two ounces of liquor versus two ounces of, or right. one ounce of a beer. Even the beer one I went to last. The beer, the last beer one I went to was probably about a month ago. Maybe a month ago there. Yeah, and uh, they they had. I mean, I I I, I tried a bunch of the beers, but they even they had a, a whiskey station there as well. So you could try the beers and you could go try a whiskey there too. So. I try to, I try. I think I spent about two or three tickets on whiskeys. Just uh, <laughs> like I'm gonna get my, my my buzz level a little higher. But uh, that's pretty cool. I, I love that place, man. It's pretty dope. Uh, I've never had no issues there. I mean, the parking is cheap. You know, uh, the meter parking. It's funny. You know, you park downtown Detroit. Meter parking is like a quarter for like 15 minutes. It was like a quarter. For it's like a quarter hour. hour. Quarter hour. hour there. Oh, we didn't get an hour. I think we got like half an hour. Really? Yeah. In the parking lot? Yeah. Really? It's a. I, I, she threw in the meter that we went to when we parked at it. It already had an hour and twenty six minutes on it, and she immediately threw in a couple quarters, just thinking it was going to put us up to like two hours, and it put us up to like two and a half. Like, what if they changed it? When I went there, it's been an hour because I put in. I remember putting in three quarters. I'm like, damn, I'm in an hour, and I'm like, I'm thinking it was going to be, and I was going to. Keep, I was I had a bunch of cords in my hand could keep feeding it because I'm thinking it's just like the city, but but yeah, they, they, their, their tasting is always good. Anytime they have a tasting at a uh, Royal Farm Market, it's always good to go. Like I said, I've been a, like I say two or three beer ones, and I went to the the whiskey one. They have a they had a tequila one there before, uh, but it was tequila and Mexican food. I just knew I would be fucked up throwing up somewhere. I'd be fucked up throwing up and shit yeah. simultaneously. I can't, right. like, I can't even know. Uh, Mexican fucking, food and tequila, I mean, that, fucking, that would tear my fragile ass guac, intestines apart. Guacamole in 1800, boy, I have me sitting on some corner and shit. Man, no, I'd be, I'd be out of the game. I wouldn't even go to a tequila tasting. I still don't really drink tequila because, like... I, my tolerance for alcohol has gone down dramatically over the course of the past two years or so. But when I was a drinking champ where nobody could fuck with me, dun, 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 dun. man, there was a time where I was drinking like to the point where it was like nobody could see me on that shit. It was like 300 pound dudes would be challenging me to drinking contests and then would get marked. Like I had people challenge me to drinking contests and would end up getting carried out. Like I could drink a lot. But even yeah. at my peak, I didn't fuck with tequila because it's like I don't drink it enough, and it just fucks me up so easily. Where like if it's like a vodka thing, I can drink vodka like all day. I can still drink a lot. Like I, I think actually last night, I th- I probably drank like a full fifth last night because my girl had a couple drinks out of the bottle that we we got. But I also I started dr- I continued drinking once we got back to the crib afterwards. So, like, I probably had, like, a full... I could still drink, like, a full fifth of, like, something that's, like... 
maybe like a 35% type liquor or something, like a Captain Morgan. I could drink a whole bottle of that and I'm not. Shit, we gotta go through. We go through that. We go through a whole bottle we go of through a, We go through a festival uh, recording. Yeah. I, think, I think we only had one time where we didn't have go. Th- Actually, last week, we didn't go through the. Uh, no, no, no. Take that back. I take that back. We did go through that one. Uh, I had had Kellen and Chris over during the week, and we had, I had bought a bought a fifth of Kessler's, and we didn't go through the whole thing. But uh, yeah, normally. Oh, you would have liked it too. Uh, at the whiskey station, they had a they had a cigar station. Oh wow! Yeah, so I was able to uh, you know grab a cigar. They wasn't nothing notable, but it was able to have a cigar. You know, go on the balcony part where you know they had uh, out in the back. You could smoke a cigar out there and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. That's where I actually got the idea for uh, the Jenga. Huh. Was that the, they uh, had that last night? That's what I'm saying. Friday night, they right. had that there. That's why I got the idea. That when I the one I first went to, that's why I got the idea for the Jenga. Oh. Is from there. That's why I ended up making one because I wanted the one because I seen them playing it there. So I they were playing it there like, uh, Friday night, and it's about the same size. Oh, it no, is. Theirs, same. Is, theirs is bigger than yours. No, it's like, the same shit. Huh? It's the same. Uh, really? Same pieces. They use uh, two by fours. I feel like theirs look bigger. But I got the idea of it. I, don't, I mean, I haven't made one, but I first saw it on the Big Bang Theory. And the ones oh, had, those are bigger. The ones the Big Bang Theory were like, they're like like human size. They're like four, at the top. It went up to like, I think a those are grown adult size. Well, those are I think those are four by fours. Oh, okay, four by four pieces of wood. Cause I think they come up to like 12, 12 inches or something. Mm-hmm. But I think those are four by four. Those are a lot bigger ones, which oh, okay. actually are more. Uh, it's more of a replication of Jenga versus those. Those are not like a true like to scale because of the size of them. But whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's how I got the idea from there. So speaking of cigars, though, um, this isn't actually about cigars, and this is like you this said, isn't our list of topics. speaking of cigars, but it's not about cigars. <laughs> yeah. Well, the <laughs> fact that you mentioned that they had a cigar station at the thing reminded me of uh, something. I went to a strip club last weekend, Ooh. and I do not go to strip clubs. Like I just don't. Like I, my general idea of strip clubs is that like it's a waste of money. Like, I don't want to go somewhere and just throw away my money and get nothing in return. And getting a hard-on is not worth spending, like, a whole bunch of money. Especially when my, my whole belief was, like, okay, even when I was younger and we would go to strip clubs and, like, maybe, like, actually, like, try to flirt with the girls or see if we can actually, you know, get some numbers and some shit like that. It's still, like, man, you dumped out so much money. and you get numbers from the dancers? Yeah. But, like, you've dumped out so much money, and if you happen to get on one of the dancers, okay, whatever, but you still spent a whole bunch of money. Whereas, if we went to the regular club, we could pay $10, $20 to get in, and we could actually, like, have actually, like, real legit chances of, like, taking a girl home or something like that without throwing money away. Dancers cater to a guy spending money, and they will will stroke your ego. Exactly. I went to a. Uh, it's I don't know I can't think of the name of it, but it's on Ford Road in South I think, Toy Chest. Mm-hmm. I think it is. On Tuesdays they have two dollar beers. I heard they have really good food there. I've never had the I've food. Never had their food, but like I saw like a list of I, like the best. I was hearing that strip club has good food. They that's what I've heard. They generally do. I know the Pantheon does. Is that where is that a Dearborn? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never had. The, I've never I had the, Pantheon has good food. I've never had food in any of. Them. I just feel like you know. It sounds nasty to booty, eat at a strip booty, club. Booty dust and you know, <laughs> uh, booty chicken dust. strips don't, don't, booty don't dust. <laughs> but 
I've never had any food. Like bitches farting on your food and shit. <laughs> right. I just see you know they swing around the pole and you see the and dust, dust flies fly out. Your booty and kind of like uh, you ever see the, the sneeze and uh, outbreak uh, <laughs> when it just goes through the movie theater. I just picture that just going off the fucking pole. But two dollar beers <laughs> and pussy glitter just flying. Yeah, all pussy over glitter. Me. Pussy <laughs> glitter. That's what it is. Pussy glitter. Why I got pussy glitter on my chicken tenders. But chick was sitting there and it was a. You know, she it was a it was like four or five of us, and so you know, obviously they come and talk to you. They want to sit with you and talk, blah blah blah. So a chick came next to me, and she put her arm, her hand on my leg, and she's like rubbing my knee and shit. Right. And, and I'm thinking, like, baby, I'm not even trying to buy a dance. I don't, you know, I don't have no interest in you know whatever. But if you want to talk, we could talk. So we're talking, and I guess she gets the picture that I'm not finna buy a dance and stuff. She casually moves on to the next guy and. They usually ask, like they'll talk and get you, get you all involved. Get you in warm. They get you warm. Like, so do you want to dance? And I'll be like, no, I'm good. I'm just, you know, you know, chilling. Oh, okay. And then she kind of casually just, you can see her tone change, and you know, she's she's already planning her exit strategy. And I'm thinking, like, I didn't even invite you here, so you can <laughs> or whatever. So whatever. But um, so anyway, I went to the strip club. I I typically don't go, but. It was with a group of friends that I don't hang out with that much. Well, I do hang out with them a lot, but we never went to a strip club. And we had planned, we w- we wanted to have a, a like a a couple strip club thing. Well, like because they're married, and then uh, I was supposed to bring my girl, but she couldn't make it um, that day. So I ended up going by myself and meeting up with her. But anyway, the point of the story is that the strip club had like a big humidor in there, and if you buy a cigar. You get to go to the VIP for free, and you can smoke it up there. Really? Where's yeah. What place is this? <laughs> uh, Hustler or something. How like much that. are the cigars though? That's what I thought. I was like, the hustle. The, I was like, the cigars probably way over price. But I think the I asked the bartender. I think she said they they're like fifteen bucks or something like that. Mm. So I'm like, well, I mean, I just paid eighteen dollars for a cigar last week, and they weren't like shitty cigars. Either. Oh, I they know it was like a Provada though. It no, it wasn't a, that, but it was still it was, good ones. It was like Perdomo and like. Padron and like it, it was like good cigars. Like the Damn. markup wasn't that much. Like and you get to go to a certain pl- a, a, a section. Yeah, oh. it's like you can go. The VIP is upstairs, right? And it costs ten dollars to go up there. Period. But if you buy a cigar, but if you buy a cigar, you get up there free. So now, if I pay fifteen and buy a cigar, you I pay five dollars to get. Up I basically there. pay five dollars to get up there, and I got a cigar, and I can smoke it. Oh, you I can c- smoke it up there too. That's so reason- like that's reasonable. No, yeah, that's a good deal to me. So I want to go now. Well, I need to figure out a place because uh, my my boys is um, my homeboys is planning my uh, bachelor party. Mm. So, but yeah, carry on. We'll talk about that later. That was the that was it. <laughs> I mentioned that you can get cigars, and you can go up there and smoke them. And... Now, do they have dances and stuff up there? I believe so. Oh, I figure they probably have services. And yeah, it's the VIP. Like. There better be something up there. Shit. Yeah, it's a pretty decent deal. And what what place is this? Where's that at? It's like. Um, I want to say Lincoln Park, like seventy five oh, okay. and like not that far, like seventy five and uh, I'm trying to remember where what exit I got off at. I, I can't remember. It's an area that I literally I've only I've only gone to that area twice, and both times it was to go to that strip club. Okay. Like that strip, and it's not because that strip club is hot. It's like last time when I went last weekend, it was to meet up with them, and the other time I went there. There was a porn star that I liked who was actually performing there, oh, so okay. I went there, and the porn st- and we took pictures with the porn star and like she autographed like a picture and shit like that. So that was kind of dope getting to meet her. 
We follow each other on Twitter too. She'll never talk to me or nothing like that, but oh, she follows cool. me. <laughs> yeah, I want to try that. But I, 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 I don't really care. I, I, I just don't. I don't care for him too much. Last time, last trip I went to, I fucking set my my phone on the the table, and the the dancer was you know dancing. She fucking pussy farted glitter onto it. Yeah, and, and, it, and, and it turned my phone into ice. Now, now she bumped the table and it knocked the shot on my fucking phone. And oh man! Yeah, it was terrible. So um, you lost that phone? Like, it, it, yeah, the phone was done. Damn, it was done. But she was an interesting dancer. She gave me a dance, and <laughs> this bitch was braiding her ponytail while she was dancing on me. What the she, fuck? Where was this I, at? Uh, you remember that? What was the? What was the? They were Marvin, starving Marvin. Uh, yeah, it's like three of them. Yeah, yeah. it was on um, Livernois and you went to the yeah, the one on Livernois and like Joy Road, Joy like some or shit like that. some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, she was a uh, so she's dancing and she just you know braiding her uh, braiding because she had this wild hair. She was trying to put in a, a braid so it wouldn't be everywhere, but. She's dancing on me and she like chewing her gum, you know, like she's not just braiding her fucking hair into a ponytail. Trayvon didn't die for bitches to be braiding their <laughs> hair while they MLK like working on you and shit. Did not die for her to talk, but she was. The thing was, she was talking so good. You didn't I, care. I didn't even. It was just one of those afterthoughts. Like, damn, she really just braided her hair all of this fucking yakky to like the <laughs> middle of her back. And was still dancing and doing good or whatever. She probably could have just took it off. Yeah, she could just yeah. Mind if I set this on the she seat might, next she to She might have had to, you know, uh, get get the glue off their forehead. But yeah, uh, we ain't way off topic. Totally off topic. Uh, off all topics. All topics. Uh, you were gonna. I kind of don't want to get into the serious shit after we done talked about pussy glitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, you know the thing is we we've done all this and we haven't talked about. Butt sex. So I think we've done pretty. Did, did we mention any butt? No, we didn't mention butt sex. No, um, I don't know. We'll see. I I, I kind of don't want to press a butt sex portion of the show just because I feel like we could be talking about something else and an opportunity will present itself to to somehow talk about it. Because somebody, what was it, who tweeted it? Jo- Joanne Pistons fan. Who, for the record, I absolutely love her. Oh, she's like, dope. She's she's definitely one of my I favorite. Absolutely followers. love her. Like she's so fucking cool, man. And I've been following her. We've been following each other for a long time, like via. Pistons, yeah, I remember seeing you tweeting uh, her a lot. Yeah, I, I started following her and um, her friend Natalie, who is like probably like the face of Pistons fans. Like she runs the NeedForShe.com uh, website, mm. and um, Natalie's kind of become like a local celebrity. It's like, I think when I first started following her, all she did was kind of, like, run that site. But now, she, like, I don't know, like, it's almost like she's part of the team and shit, man. She, like, she is bomb-ass seats and shit all the time. I've only met, I, I met her, I finally met her once. I, I met her, I met both of them. I met Joanne once and I met Natalie once. Uh, but, yeah, I started following her through Natalie. And Joanne, she, Joanne's just mad cool. Like, she's, uh, she's real cool. She's funny. She listens to the show. But, yeah, she tweeted us, uh... Like, the butt sex portion of the podcast was great. And I'm thinking, like, damn, we have a portion? Like, because like, that's that's not, like, 
to say the butt sex portion suggests that, that there we've is a had butt sex it, uh, segment yeah. on multiple and, occasions. And I think we've had it on multiple occasions. Like this, I can't even recall this, talking about it that much. This is our, our butt sex portion, but we're not talking about butt sex portion. Right. Butt sex portions, it's we're kinda, just talking about. Yeah, it's evolved the, into the butt sex portion of the show. I think the first times, I think we had something we were talking about, like, um, I think we were reading something, like the, uh, email or, or maybe Dan Savage shit or something. I think it was one of those, uh, uh, it was a print-off. You remember? I think did you you had brought some printout or of some? Yeah, it's from it was. I think it's from Dan that? Savage's. Okay. It's from Dan Savage's. Uh, Fucking mosquitoes is coming out, dude! Watch out! I soaked myself in ninety five percent deep before I left. So oh, I, yeah, no, I got good. bit. I got bit before I was before I was even prepping for the podcast. I was just sitting out here um, drinking a beer, and I got bit, and I was pissed off. So I started lighting candles, started spraying off, and nothing been, works, man. I put well, this usually, shit on me, I still get bit. I, you know, actually, once, well, I think it was last week. We, I didn't get bit by nothing. It was just cool last week. But the previous weeks, you know, it's been hell. So I've been, you know, lighting these fucking candles. And usually this one. It's a very romantic scenery right now. Yeah, yeah, we got candle lit. This, the deep wood off is pretty cool. I found it again because. Yeah, this you know, shit don't work for me. You know, I was using the, the regular off one, yeah. but. That shit don't really. It's something about it's something about me. I don't know what it is, and I looked it up on the internet. There's just some people who, who give off some sort of something that attracts mosquitoes, and whatever it is, I got it. Mosquitoes tear me apart, no matter what. As a matter of fact, speaking of, uh, man, we're so far gone. But speak, <laughs> speaking of like <laughs> weird scents that cause weird things to happen. Yeah, I tell you, you're not you. This is gonna blow. This is gonna <laughs> blow your fucking mind. What I'm gonna tell you right now. So okay, you know we, I got a dog, right? Me and my girl got a dog. Um, her father has uh, a couple of dogs, and they found a dog to mate with one of their dogs, and then it had a litter. About like maybe like I think it was like maybe like nine puppies or something like that. So my girl got one for free as a Christmas gift uh, last Christmas. Not. Like, I don't think it was this past Christmas, probably the one before that. And um, so he sold he sold some of them and then gave some away. And they bought her mom bought one for her daughter. What kind of dog daughter? Um, they're half Shih Tzu and half uh, poodle. I don't I don't know, I don't know shit about dogs. Okay. But I think it's Shih Tzu and poodle, something like that. And um. So, her mom bought one for her daughter, which is my girl's half-sister. Um, so, my girl's a dog. My, my girl's a my dog. My girl's a dog. Wow. I'm, of course, my she, girl's would, dog of course she would love that. Girl. We're going to edit that out. Yeah, that's going to get me in trouble. My girl's, our dog is a girl. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. Her sister's dog is a boy. Whenever... Her sister's dog comes around. He's always trying to fuck our dog. No, Their brother and sister. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure, like in the dog kingdom, they don't they look don't at. Really, they don't say, they don't "Hey, re- I can't fuck this dog." It's like my that, sister. Yeah. You know, it's not. I don't think the whole, incest, the whole thing incest thing is not really among uh, dogs. Yeah, but like pussy, pussy. Right. So that doesn't really. I mean, it, it's that doesn't surprise me too much. I'm just like, okay, that's kind of weird. And you know, we break it up whenever he tries to do it, which is every time. He does it all the time. But lately, 
he tries to fuck my son. Like, and I don't know what it is. What do you, what do you mean? Like, he will, like, okay, he'll, he won't just try to fuck my son's leg. Like, he'll, like, like, my son can be sitting on a couch, and the dog will, the dog will come up behind him and, like, try to fuck his back. Or, Are like, you serious? Yes, he'll, like, hop on his back and, like, start trying to fuck his back, try to fuck his leg. Like, anytime he get, and he only does it with my son, though. Like, today, in that's, the, that's, today. That's awfully weird. Dude, it's so fucking weird. Like, today in there, before I left to come over here, is me, my girl, her sister, and my son. He only tries to fuck my son. Like, he doesn't hump, he doesn't hump me. He don't hump her sister. He don't hump her. He only tries to hump my son. And I'm like, is, does he have some sort of scent that smells like dog pussy? Like, I don't know. He had just got out the bath. Like, he's perfectly clean. He hadn't been running around, playing with other dogs. So what do y'all do when he does it? I take him up. Pull him off. I stop it. I pull him off. Like I can see it coming. Like he'll kind of like he'll he'll like start sniffing my son, and then he'll like try to like mount like his leg or. Do you, do y'all ever watch uh? Did you ever watch anything of the Dog Whisperer? I've seen it. I don't watch it regularly. Well, my, my, can you Caesar know, teach me how to? Well, I was gonna say he probably you, if you probably could do stuff like whenever he goes to your son, Kick you know what I'm saying? No, he does this thing where he you know he he taps the dog like. You know, it's a it's it's, a, it's an aggressive tap, but you know, you hit his dog and let him know to chill, mm-hmm. and then he just stops. So when you do it, you can reward him with a treat. So, so I tap him to make tap him, him stop. to stop, and then you know what I'm saying he know he and he kind of knows that he can't do that. Uh-huh. But when you do it, you give him a treat, so it gives him an incentive not to do it. Gotcha, or something like that. So you don't have to do a treat all the time, but you know, you tap him. And then when you try to do it again, you tap him, and then you know you you you're acknowledging to him that you don't do that. Right. And when you do that, you know maybe if you have a treat, you give him a treat, and he won't. He would like to treat more so than trying to hump trying on your to dog. Fuck my son. Yeah, yeah, okay, because yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's probably I, I assume that's not too cool. No, so yeah, I'm, I'm not really a fan of that. Yeah. So and especially since my son is six, her sister is, uh, my girl's sister is. I think she just turned ten. Nine or ten, um, how, like we can't really. They don't know what's going on, so if I yell at the dog like, "Hey, stop!" you know, something like that, they're looking like, "What? What did he do?" And I yeah. can't really say like he's he keeps trying to fuck him. Like I can't, I can't. Yeah, you have to like physically like I say tap him, you know, and then you know once he stops, you tap him until he you know he realizes that you're tapping him, you're t- it hurt him the dog, him. him. You're tapping him because of that. And then you just, you know, if you could, you know, give him a treat and why, when he's chill. You, you don't give him a treat when you stop it. Oh, you okay. give him a treat once he just chills. Oh, okay. And once he chills, he knows that he'll get something for not doing that. And then eventually, you know, you know, it, he'll stop doing it because he knows that he can get a treat for not doing that. And then he'll just, you know, build himself to, I'm not trying to, I, I shouldn't be fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would suggest that you know what I'm saying yeah I, I'll I'll do I'll do what's necessary dude, to stop this dog from fucking dude I watch I I have DVR so many episodes and you know in, in the DVR thing you could do where you could you could DVR fresh episodes or reruns I have mm-hmm. I have it set on reruns and so I have like probably twenty of them. And I, I get clowned by my girl because I'm taking up space because I like watching shit in HD. And then HD takes up so much space. But I'm like, shit, I like I get on my mom about that. 
because I like my mom is fairly tech savvy, but she will mistakenly set stuff. Like she'll set something. What she'll do is like she'll set something to record all episodes of something that she likes, or that. But it'll be something she's watched. Like like my mom has watched like Bewitched and Golden Girls like my <laughs> entire life. I am certain there's no episode of Bewitched or Golden Girls that my mom has not seen. But I'll go over there and look at the DVR, and there'll be like 40 episodes of Golden Girls on the DVR. I'm like, I don't want to be like, you don't need to record for every single episode of Golden Girls, especially since, one, you've already seen all these episodes a million times. Two, I've bought her the DVDs. Like, so I'm like, why are you taking up... Just put a DVD in. Yeah, why are you taking up all this space... Because you yeah. just set it to record we, Golden Girls we're like indefinitely. Ten, we're like at 10% space. And so, obviously, I get looked at because I haven't deleted stuff. So, usually, I I take like 20 minutes and I go through the episodes that I've seen. I plan for like two set, two minutes. I know that's the episode. Then I'll just, you know, delete it or whatever. So, oh, I still got like a, a quarter fifth in the freezer in the house. Oh, no, we're good. I, should, I should be good after this one. I'm just going to have my... My little two, my little two drinks, but uh, be smooth. Yeah, I feel like I, I, uh, I, DV, I DVR on and then I started deleting stuff, but then I get on because I'm the only one to DVR. I have, I think, like we watch a couple of shows together. We watch, uh, we we some fat asses. We watch Dive Drive and Dine Ins. We watch that shit all the time. Faithfully, so we record all of those. See, we so, don't record that shit. We just watch it, you know. We don't ever watch it on live, so we end up recording them because I don't know. What, I honestly don't even know what time it comes on because we just DVR it. Um, so we we do that, and then like I said, I have my own shows. Yeah, we watch all them shows. Uh, we watch all the food shows. Like we, we watch Diner Drivers and Dies, Man vs. Food, Andrew Zimmer and shit. Fucking we, love bizarre foods. We we based our honeymoon on going to places for dive driving dinings. That is so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, now, initially... My girl clowns me for putting the restaurants in my phone. Dude, like, I'll see something that's good. I'll be like, let me put that in there. Dude, like, when are we going to go to Minneapolis? Like, if we are, if we ever do... You know, you know <laughs> for the most part, you know, we do a lot of shows in Cali. So, yeah. initially, we were, we were going to go to Cali and do a lot of shows. But the uh, flights were so, so pricey. So, to go to Cali, it was, like, crazy amounts. I just paid literally like yesterday. We bought tickets for my homeboy's wedding is mm-hmm. in LA. Mm-hmm. We bought tickets to go to fly there round trip. We paid three. Well, we paid three three one three a piece. Yeah, we paid three thirteen. Damn, it's maybe in we, October, so I mean, maybe, we got it kind of in advance. Yeah, that was but, same, yeah same time because you know our, our weddings in the end of October. Yeah, and then we were looking for flights and they were like crazy high. They were much higher than that because they were like damn near five cents dollars. Yeah, and I guess maybe it's just the timing we did. So we decided. Um, we bought them yesterday. Damn, that's crazy. I won't even tell her that. Um, she listened to some of these, but she don't listen a lot, so she won't hear <laughs> this. Uh, but we, so we ended up finding a bunch. They they had a bunch of shows, a bunch of shows they did in, in Texas, okay. in Houston. Mm-hmm. So we found a bunch of ones in Houston. So we were going to go to Houston and visit a couple of places, and then. Our plan, tentatively, now is to go to Houston, stay for like two days, two and a half days, visit some places, and then drive to New Orleans for like four hours. So we found flights uh, from, we found flights to there for like, I think total week for both of us, we spent like 520 bucks or some shit like that. 
And then we just drive over, take rent a car, drive to New Orleans, and then just spend the rest of the week there. Um, so, and then we, you know, in New Orleans, shit, it's just tons of places to just right. eat and shit. Um, so, but yeah, damn, that's crazy. But yeah, that we we are playing our shit based on that. I mean, we, man. And that included fees. It's not like we paid three thirteen and then fees and three thirteen was the fees were included. That's dope. When y'all going? October fifteenth. Okay, so y'all be y'all be here for our wedding then. Yeah. Oh shit! I I think I I think I have your your, your might your, your shit might get mail. I could just gave it to you. Your invite. I gave uh, I gave her. My yeah, I know. Address. Yeah, I know. But I was just thinking like that. I, I could have just gave it gave it to you. Actually, yeah. I probably can't just give it to you before yeah, you leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, save one. But shit, I don't put the um the fucking staff on it. So fuck it. Um. But yeah, that yeah. So we had playing just because like we was gonna go. It's a couple of places we done saw like in. It was one place in Kentucky we saw. We was like gonna do a day trip, go there, <laughs> visit two of these restaurants during the day, stay the night, and then just come home the next day and shit. So we're definitely serious about this food shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I'm the same way. I got mad places saved in my phone from stuff I've seen on Man versus Food. Man, that shit is awesome, dude. I, I, uh, I'm definitely, uh, I definitely would travel for some good food. So, since we've diverted so much, I don't even know if we can even talk about anything yeah, I think serious. Puppies fucking children, uh, pussy glitter on chicken tenders, and strip clubs, and uh, man versus food. I think I'm going to, you know, food. I really None just, of this was on our topic. I think I'm just going <laughs> to save the, the serious stuff because we might record early next week for right. the next one, so forth. So I think we could save all those for those, possibly. But I did want to talk about. So, the VMAs just happened tonight, and I think last night, they had a bunch of VMA parties, and allegedly, Suge Knight was shot a few times at a party. I read six. I, yeah, I read, I read six on one. That's why I said allegedly. I read how many, his family said I, six. I read six, and then I ended up reading two, but I'm going to go with six. I read two first, but then I heard his family said six. And so, but if his family's anything like him, they might be just... Being yeah. over dramatic anyway to make him sound hard. So then I read I read this one thing on, on Twitter. It said uh Should Knight was shot at a club last night, which I think it means six more weeks of summer. <laughs> like he's a fucking <laughs> Dude, I was cracking up, dude. I was like really hoping that maybe we get six more weeks of summer though because of it. Uh, we won't. Should Knight's an interesting character though, like that's a dude this is a dude. He was in the car when Tupac got shot. He got hit. I heard he got hit. Didn't he get hit he in the head? Got grazed in the head. Or yeah, something. he got grazed in the head. Tupac caught five shots or some shit like that. He was in the car. He caught every other bullet. Right. He that, was in the car, got grazed, and lived through it. And nearly, nearly twenty years later, still getting shot. Like he ain't even been relevant since then. Like, what company do you keep, or like, what lifestyle do you live to keep getting fucked up like that? That shit just. It just amazes me, dude. I mean, I got it back in the nineties. Like he was a, he was a very huge figure, you know. But what is he doing now to keep something? Like, exactly. Is he like a, a, a still a professed blood? I read an article that did say it might have been gang related. But that's crazy. Nigga, you like forty five years old. Why the fuck are you still gang banging, dude? And I, I mean, he may be broke to. He I mean he may be broke to the. To, to millionaire standard, but I'm, a, I'm I would have think that he still has money though. I would think it. I would least. think so. Like, why would you associate yourself with people 
who would do shit like that. It makes no sense. None. I I think I've made it through a whole podcast, and I'm have to listen when we do post it. But I think I've made it through a whole podcast without saying you know at least five times. Uh, yeah, we'll have to listen and see. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I've I, heard that's a big problem of yours, and I don't really even notice it. So, uh, you might have said it, and neither one of us noticed. I don't I, know. I, I, I think I'm actually going to listen to the whole podcast. I haven't listened. Because I, I never listened to all of them. I always listened on, like, Monday when I posted, I would listen to it at work. I haven't listened. You listen to the whole podcast? Yeah. I, never I did it every week up until maybe, like, two, three. I haven't heard the last... Two or three episodes. I listened to I I listened to like the first maybe fifteen minutes, and then I skipped through on different parts. Actually, what I do is I end up skipping through a list of different parts where I see people comment on. on yeah, the, yeah, and I then, see that, and I, I and I'll listen to those, and then I won't finish the whole thing. But I would do those to see if uh hey if I fucked up or whatever the case just 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 to hear it. But yeah, I, I haven't. Fully listen to a whole, and I don't know. I, don't, I wonder do people who actually do podcasts like I wonder do Charlemagne sit through and listen to everything? Probably not, just because most of the people who do podcasts like that, they're busy, they have lives, like so they probably don't have time to sit and listen. But for me, I'm just sitting at work. It's nothing for me to just pop it on and listen. But Charlemagne, I don't even work for like forty three jobs. I don't even work for a time, and I still listen. I still don't listen to all of them. Yeah, I don't know, but um. I want to read some of the emails that we got over the course of last week because I feel like we kind of slept on emails for the most part and haven't read, haven't really addressed or read any of the emails. Like, we'll read them if, like, somebody asks a question, we'll answer the question. But we get, we have a couple people who email us feedback on the episodes regularly. And I've been kind of lax on on reading them because um, I feel bad about that because... I don't want to just like, because I don't respond to them because I intend on reading them and then I don't read them. And I don't want to like disregard anybody's emails and shit. But we got a couple emails that I felt like I wanted to touch on. Not touch on, but like just kind of read them because I thought they were good feedback. Um, are you about to go piss or something? <laughs> I was trying to go quietly, but uh, yeah. 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 I was going to say read the email and I'll be right. 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 Yeah. Um, so the first thing I wanted to read was, um, well, not necessarily read. But kind of touch on was uh, Garden Owl sent a voice message, and it kind of talked about the stuff we talked about last week, and it revolved around one the fact that I'm discontent with how few few listens the last episode got, and my issues with the last episode not getting any listens is that I felt like the last episode was the best one because like a lot of times when we record I'm kind of drunk, kind of drunk. That's an understatement. There's a few times I've been pretty. Yeah, I've been pretty drunk, and like, it's hard for me to like get my thoughts together, speak well, or articulate myself. And I felt like last week talking about the Mike Brown stuff, I made like we, I made a lot of good points. We had a really good discussion. It's a very important mm-hmm. topic, and I felt like it was something that a lot of people needed to hear. So I was like, really, I was, I am, really upset about the lack of. Uh, about the lack of listens on the last episode, episode 15. and um, But she emailed about that, and then she also talked about the difference. She's from Australia. Uh, talked about the difference between what racism is like in Australia versus how it is here. Mm-hmm. And she basically noted that like it's way worse 
here than it is there. Like, of course, everywhere has racist people, but she made it sound like, I, you know, here it's like incredibly tragic, which it really is. But I found it interesting because I thought, like, I wondered, like, is that just an America thing where, like, black people are just like the scum of the earth here, but they're all, you know, like, there's not, that's not really that big of an issue in other places. And she said that they have racist people there, but she kind of confirmed my suspicion that it is kind of just here. That it's like really, really bad. Yeah, she made it sound like it was. I mean, for what she was saying is, because she's appalled by the shit she sees. It gets and called it, out. Like, uh. It gets. It's like from what she said, it makes sense. They get called out a lot more, and their you know their acts of racism than they do here. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I found that interesting that basically she was saying like, yeah, there's still racist people, but it's not as it's not as accepted there as it is here. And it's it's highly accepted here, and uh, that kind of bothered me to find that out, even though I suspected it anyway. Um, then she also sent a follow up email about this, and we haven't talked about too much serious shit on this episode, but I did kind of want to touch on this a little bit. Um, she wrote about Obama's response or lack thereof to the uh, to the Mike Brown shit. He had a couple press conferences. Um, this past week, where they talked, where he talked about Iraq first, and then talked about the Mike Brown shit. But she said, "I feel cross with President Obama. I just saw him on the news talking about that horrible, horrible beheading of that poor man, which I did want to talk about today. But uh, where are we at? Hour, about an hour and a half. Maybe we'll talk about that. Um, I can't remember his exact words now, but it was something about how America will always be vigilant to protect its citizens. And I thought, yeah, as long as they're not black and on home soil. I don't know how he can say that when the guy... I don't know how he can say that when the guy who killed Mike Brown is still free. And then also on the news, I saw that other poor boy who was shot dead, the dude with the knife. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is in St. Louis, too. It's like right around the corner from Sure, he had a knife, but we can all see with our own eyes that they pumped bullets into him when his arms were down. What the fuck? I thought our cops were bad, but America has a lot of really shitty police. Oh, she said a lot of real shit police. They seem to shoot black people dead as casually as they would shoot a rabid animal. That, I think that's a great sentence. That's exactly what it feels like. Yep. Uh, I really don't think they see much difference between the two. It's shocking. I just want somebody who has the power to do something. This behavior by the police can't go on unpunished. The whole world is watching. This is outrageous. And I said it last week, and I'm just going to reiterate it, that like I feel like President Obama, as a human, just as a man and as a person, should be way more uh, upset about what's going on than, than he's showing. And if he is upset, it doesn't matter if he's not going to actually show it. And if you have to, you know play politics and, you know, not really be too, uh, if he feels like he has to play politics, I don't buy that. He doesn't have to be reelected or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's not an election year. He doesn't have to worry about trying to sway votes from Republicans. You know, I think it's just a, 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 a poor response. Like, the things that are happening on our soil should not be shared with the same things that are happening in Iraq. Fuck Iraq. Iraq or any other things that happen in any other countries should not take precedence of the things that happen in your own soil. You know, it, I was posting stuff on Twitter 
on Facebook about stuff. And, you know, I remember this girl posting, like, you know, what do you expect him to do? I'm like, what do you mean you expect him to do? You, The things that are happening in other countries, I don't know to what level they are, you get a presidential response from us. But yet, no matter what it are, if it's on a local government or things like that, people expect the local government to respond before the president responds. I'm like, why? It's all our shit. Why should we have things? I mean, you had, you had at some point the uh, the National Guard was called out in in Ferguson. So it's like, why would why wouldn't we have the president respond to things you have in the National Guard? You had police out there with tactical gear right. and all of this shit for people who are prote- protesting. Now, granted, you do have man that Tayback smells so fucking good. Tayback's the shit. God damn, uh, you have. Man, the, the tape back just threw me off. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you should have spent that money on getting more tape backs instead of buying 20 of them uh, Rocky Patel joints. I mean, those are the, those are good too, but... but well, the thing of the tape backs is, like, it's a four-pack. You get a five-pack of tape backs for, like, 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Or a 20-pack of, of Rocky Patels, yeah. 30 bucks. But the tape backs are dope. I mean, and I, and I realized that you can get the Tabaks at uh, JR Cigar for the same price or slightly cheaper and don't have to do the shipping. Which one? I think those would be the personal. Like five packs? Yeah, I, I, um, I bought a five pack uh, for 24 bucks. Yeah. And, and they were like uh, nice 25 and $30 on us. Uh, like 30 National. bucks, 30, yeah. just over 30 bucks. But uh, but that was a total sidebar. Um, you know, the president, you know, responds to every a lot of stuff that's you know international with press conferences. They sending mad troops. They spending mad money. All that stuff. But you can't address the things. One, Darren Wilson should be uh, arrested. There have been more than enough evidence to prove that one. You know, even if you don't prove that he was. You know, guilty of offense of just mowing down Mike Brown. He was excessive. Yeah, it was two shots to the fucking head. Yeah, among the other shots that you know that hit the, hit that hit that kid. So you already it's already shown that you know is one it was just wrong and two it, it, it's excessive. But for the fact that he has not been you know arrested, the one the two they were they uh, posted something that he didn't even put his report in immediately. Like, his reporter, the whole thing was immediate. I probably would have dragged my feet on report, too, if I was walking around killing niggas for no reason. Right, but then the police, but then it's like, you know, okay, even if you have a, you know, I, I know a couple of, of uh, police friends, and so I, I realized that all police ain't shit. I mean, all police, <laughs> wait, let me, let me word that better. All police ain't shit, but. You still said the same thing. Damn, I did. Uh, you realize that not all police are. Like, not all it, police are. The fact shit. that you got ain't shit you, in it is you, like. You have good police. I'll say that. You have, <laughs> you have good police. But it doesn't mean you have a horrible pol- police like department. So you have this whole de- police department that's like hiding information. In, and then I've read a couple of things that they're not going to release his report. Like his report of all this stuff is probably not going to be released. Which is crazy because that needs to be released. I was watching. Um, do you? 
I don't really believe any of this shit. If it, even if it does get released at this point, why would he, why would we? Eat, what reason do we have to believe that it's factual? You that shouldn't it been altered. I don't, I don't have any reason to believe that. You shouldn't. You shouldn't believe it's factual. It's all bullshit. At this point, I was watching Let It. Did you watch? Uh, I think it's Fox Two. Uh, Let It Rip. No, Ooh. I don't know what that is. So Let It Rip is a uh, like a after news show. Well, they have a lot of, they have random guests and so forth. So the last one they had on there, they had Charlie LaBeouf, which, you know, Charlie LaBeouf had went to Ferguson. Did you see any uh, clips from, okay. So Charlie LaBeouf, Charlie LaBeouf had went to Ferguson. He was interviewing some of the people. And for people to know who Charlie LaBeouf is, he's a, a, a news personality, I guess you would call him. And he was there, and he does a lot of controversial stuff here. Like, he interviewed people. Uh, who he? I guess he tries to interview people with a forceful matter of you know a lot of controversial stuff here, and so he went to Ferguson and he was the the one I had seen. He was sitting on in front of a store that was trying to get looted, and he had met a guy in Ferguson who was trying to stop the guys from looting, and the guys were like really adamant, like you know we go loot. You know, I think I'm not a, I don't I don't support looting none of that stuff. And I, that was one of the bad parts that they kept pushing over the fact that it was just peaceful protesting that was, you know, being shown in the news as just bad. But he was sitting there with a guy talking, and, you know, they started looting and stuff like that. Next thing you know, they're in the parking lot, and the guy starts getting into it with Charlie and starts uh, trying to hit Charlie with one of the uh, big pylons, the orange pylons. He was hit, he hit, he hit Charlie like two or three times. Before before a guy came, man, you got to leave. You know what I mean? And so got him to leave the area and stuff like that. But so he went there and said all that stuff. So he was kind of talking and so forth. And, you know, the police chief, our, our, our police chief was talking. And he was saying the things that, that their police force is not doing is being transparent. He was saying that normally in a case like that, you're supposed to, you are supposed to release as many details as you can within 24 hours. So they waited five, six days to release all of the stuff that they, you know, wanted to release when, you know, if they were to release all this stuff within 24 hours, I, I would have bet that a lot of the, you know, the, the looting, a lot of the protests, a lot of stuff probably wouldn't have happened, at, at least to the extent. Now we're in like, what, two weeks of this now? Right. And, you know, it's so much bullshit, but, you know, they didn't, they never arrested him. I think we, I think we talked. I think we talked about how you know during the Malice Green case, they started arresting. Not not arresting, but they started charging and started suspending. You know, officers like soon when that happened because it was obviously wrong. But now I seem like we're in a um, an era where police can like go get suspended with pay for the bullshit they do, and and it just takes forever if. It takes for you know an officer to get charged or anything like that. This is sad shit, though, man. Yeah. So um. So yeah, she had that portion. Then um, Karen emailed us about we had the topic we had the portion where we talked about uh, a college degree. Oh yeah. And how important it is or not important or whatever. And she wrote. Fairly long email. I'm going to try to get through as fast as I can. But it was feedback about um, 
college degrees. Uh, she said, the, the email subject is, do you need a college degree with a question mark? Well, obviously it was a question mark. Uh, she said, yes. Mike is 100% correct that today you need a master's degree to stand out. A bachelor's degree is a requirement in almost any field for good jobs. A master's is almost always preferred. An associate's is similar to a GED nowadays, so I wouldn't even bother getting one. It's much, it, it's much more than a degree. Here are some huge factors that most people underestimate. Uh, one, affiliations in your field. For example, I work in HR and I'm a member of the National and Local Society for Human Resource Management chapters. There's something similar in every field and necessary to stand out. Building connections in your field or industry is important, especially if you can obtain additional certifications for these groups. Two, community involvement and volunteering. While it doesn't necessarily get you anywhere, it shows you are a decent human being that has concern for other humans in your community. It shows you are willing to give even when you don't receive. Three, social media professional pages. LinkedIn is pretty much an expectation. If you don't have an active page with connections, you're behind, period. Recruiters will research you online. Make it easier to find your professional info without running into your personal pages. Have a separate email account to keep your other accounts completely separated. Four, solid references. Friends and family should literally never ever be used. No one cares what your best buddy thinks about you or your life. Only professional references should be used. Make sure your references know that you use their names so they're expecting a call. Uh, I don't know what the last number I said was. I'm adding numbers. She just put bullet points. I think I'm at five. Resume formatting and information. There are two acceptable resume types, chronological and functional. Combination resumes are too flooded with information that generally seems unorganized. Use one or the other. List relevant job duties. Don't tell people you answered the phone. Instead, tell them why you answered the phone, handling customer inquiries, etc. Listing basic skills is boring. Six, cover letters are just as important as resumes. Make a personalized one for every job you apply for. Standard letters don't show your interest in the position you're applying for. Also, many people, especially our age group that didn't get that didn't get a degree, feel as if their time has passed. It's never too late. It's never too late. Being enrolled in a school is encouraging to employers. Uh, initially, just in case you revisit this on the podcast. So I thought that was a good email because it just gives you tips on what you need to do uh, if you're looking for a job. So I thought that yeah, was I, cool. I think I, I, I agree with everything. Uh, yeah. I, I, she makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, it's a good look if you are looking for a job and you don't really know what's important and what isn't. And then Kellen sent an uh, email uh, with, I guess, response to the last episode. Said, what up, though, fellas? Great dialogue on the situation in Ferguson. This country really needs to take a long, hard look in the mirror and wake up. What I really want to talk about, though, in this email is the whole poor congregation rich pastor thing. I believe that any person in any position of authority should lead by example. In my opinion, this goes double for leaders in the clergy due to the fact that in a sense they're telling, or in the very least relaying, how people should live their lives. I've never been an account- I have never been an accountant for a church, so I don't know how tithes and offerings are allocated. But if I went to a place of worship and the head of the congregation was coming to the sermon via helicopter <laughs> while the congregation <laughs> members are catching the bus, I definitely have to rethink my affiliation with that church. It's like reverse Robin Hood in a sense. Robin from the poor and lining your own pockets. Reminds me of the episode when you guys were saying the same thing about Trick Trick. Yeah, fuck him. In closing, <laughs> it's a crying shame that someone who is supposed to be respected and a leader of sorts of the community would do such a thing. Sad to say that so many do. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, mega churches and their rich pastors and all that lavish balling type shit. Uh, 
But yeah, I just wanted to read those emails because I thought they were good, good feedback. Yeah, I mean, I think both of them may, I think Kelly made great, great points on that. Appreciate your listening. Right. All that good shit. So, uh, before we wrap up, I did kind of want to touch on this James Foley shit. Um, did you, have you watched the video at all? Um, or did you see the pictures of... Well, I saw... The video I I saw was it wasn't a full video of the whole thing, and I wasn't listening with sound. So the video I saw was you know him in the process before he got like beheaded. Mm-hmm. They you know I guess they were you know saying their spill. Mm-hmm. In the video I saw, they started cutting on his head, and then it blanked out. Cut and, to yeah, and then it just showed a video of like his head on his back. I think that's the actual video, though, because okay. the articles that I read said that the video was like four and a half minutes long. That's how long that video was. So I think that's actually just the actual video. I don't think there's like a full, I don't think, I could be wrong, like the full beheading shit. But the point that I wanted to make on it was like, last week I was saying, fuck Iraq, I don't care what's going on in other countries, we need to handle our shit at home, and I don't really care about what's going on in Iraq. But... If they're just going to be cutting our head, cutting Americans' heads off and sending videos and shit, basically taunting us and shit like that, now it's kind of like, fuck a rag in the sense of, like, we need to go just, like, blow those motherfuckers off the earth. Like, I, no, like that I, shit ain't cool. Like, I, I, I agree with that. I think, I just think that, well, obviously, bef- before, you know, the whole beheading thing, there's a part, I think it should be a priority of how you deal with things. And I think that, Things that are happening in Australia should be a priority, but when you have things like that, you know you have a, you have journalists who are you know in other countries who are representing us and things of that nature. But at the same time, it's a cost of that. It's like you know going into this stuff, you know going into other countries where you know our country isn't favored. There's a possibility of stuff like that happening. You know, I I think I I read another. I read some article that, you know, he 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 had preferred him going up versus the other journalists going up to like being beheaded or being disciplined and things of that nature. Because it was another journalist he was with at the mm-hmm. time that hasn't been you know killed or anything, and so you know he had put himself up before that guy yeah. and so forth, which is fucked up. I think the whole situation is fucked up. I mean. But it's like, how do you put lesser em- emphasis on the things that are happening here when, you know, shit, it's here. It's like within flight distance. Like, you don't have to fly overseas to go over, go to fucking Ferguson and, you know, go to right. St. Louis. You can just, you know, you you can get there, you know. I, don't, I just think that should be uh, just as much as a priority as the things that are happening in far, in far countries. And like I say, with you know, there's no Obama's done after you know after this year. You know, there's no uh, reelection or any of that shit. You know, I just think he should have a more of an influence stuff here. Yeah, and another thing, I have a different viewpoint on this this aspect of it too. It's like when the when when it happened and shit, people were posting the video or posting that picture. There are a lot of people like. I don't want to see that shit. You shouldn't post it. It's disrespectful to the to the family. And then Twitter came out and was like saying that they were going to delete 
accounts of people who shared that video. Oh, they did. Yeah, anonymous, anonymous. Had, uh, I think one of the anonymous has had one anonymous post, which anonymous is like this this uh, hacker group here um, who has been really uh, present with all the stuff that's happening in Ferguson, and I think one of their sites, one of their pages, had posted a link from one of the pages they had posted. But it's like, you can post all of the videos of Mike Brown laying dead in the street and nothing gets deleted. But then, you know, you post a picture of of the journalist and everybody gets deleted. Like, what's the priority? Right, that's, that's an interesting... I didn't even think of that. But yeah, that's kind of... Shows a very selective preference on what you're going to show versus what you're and not going to show. And a video, especially since it's not up to, it shouldn't be up to them. We should be able to share whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, and the video of the kid, uh, the, the guy in uh, St. Louis that got shot by the police for, right. with a knife. I've I've seen many a postings of that. I posted a uh, YouTube. I shared from that. That none of that stuff been deleted. You cannot find a picture on, and I've searched. You cannot find a picture of uh, initially. When Robin Williams got, you know, when Robin Williams committed suicide, they had, it was people posting pictures. Somebody leaked a picture of the autopsy. Hmm. You can't find that picture online. Wow. On, on, just, on just regular searching or Twitter. You can't find that. Huh. But you can find, you can still find pictures of Mike Brown laying dead and things like that. So, it's, it's always politics in that shit. But you can't find any of that stuff. So you won't ban the many pictures that they've had of Mike Brown laying dead in the middle of the street, but you can suspend accounts of this journalist in Iraq and all his stuff. If you, my thing is show it all or show none. Right. You know, don't you know show bias it because I always think of it as a race factor. You know, you can show a, a white man, a white journalist. In another country, but you won't show. But you will show uh, a black kid killed in the street, right? On in the street, and, and we even see the video. And there's no video of Mike Brown being killed, but there's a video of this other kid that's being shot by the police. Did you see that video? Yeah, yeah. So you you can you can still search that, and right. no one will block that in that nature. So that that's what I thought was real fucked up. Block it all. Block all the pictures of Mike Brown being killed. Block all the pictures of the other gentleman who was, you know, shot by the police in St. Louis. Block all that shit. But don't just block the white guy who's, you know, right. killed. Not even in our country. Right. I mean, he's from us. And he and he's from here. He's one of us. But, you know, don't do that. And that's always, I think, it's still racism, even in the good of stuff. Why block, you know, the white guy when you could just steal, you could... You can still search and see Mike Brown laying dead in the middle of the street. Yeah. I also, if you can't stomach watching the video, then I can see you not want to watch the video. But I don't. I don't like people saying to not watch the video under this idea that it's like disrespectful to the family or even the family saying the family themselves saying, "Hey, uh, don't post this video of, of him being killed or don't share this video." If it was me, I would want it to be shared just so people can know what's really going on. Like, I don't like the idea of, like, oh, that's disrespectful or that's rude or that's gross or whatever, and you shouldn't share that. Like, people would be like, I'm going to block any, I'm going to 
unfollow block anybody who shares that video of him getting killed or anybody who shares that picture. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get that train of thought because it's this shit people need to know about what the fuck's going on. And like that will really have it hit home if you see a picture of a beheaded person. That like that's going to be far more impactful than just reading about it. And people, I think the if the harsher the reality, the more likely people are to act and respond and feel something yep. about it. So I'm a I'm a proponent of sharing those types of videos, not on the sense of like sharing it because of the gross out factor. Like, hey, look at this crazy shit of a nigga getting beheaded. It's, it's not the same happen, as that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's about a terrorist group killing our people in a taunting fashion. Like, that's something, like, people need to know about that. And if you, I feel like if you see it, it's going to hit home for you more. And, like, the, um, like, if, if I look at it as, like, um, who's the kid, the, the kid that got beat up and they had the open casket? Um, Recently? No, 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 a long time ago. Um, shit, why am I drawing a blank on that kid's what? name? Emmett Till? Emmett Till, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's, I look at it as like that. Because Emmett Till's family were like, you know what, we're going to have an open casket so everybody can see what they did to our son. And that's how I would be if it, if I was like James Foley family. I'd be like, no, share that video, share that photo so people can see what these fuckers are, do, are doing to us. What they did to, uh, what they did to you know, our whatever relation James Foley was to them, you know, if it was his parents or whatever. So they could see what these terrorists did to our son, like... I wouldn't want to hide it. I, I don't want people to see it so they can get mad and so that some, some sort they, of action can happen. Right. They, they still show pictures of Trayvon Martin when he was laying in the ground, you know, laying on the ground after that whole thing happened and all this stuff. I mean, and, and some stuff people just don't want to see. But to ban certain, certain you don't situations. You want to watch it because it grosses you out. That's fine. But think you don't, don't, say don't share it because I feel like you're fucking up people's ability to, to see what's really going on. And to actually invoke some sort of emo- invoke more emotion, which can uh, spur change. And then the thing action. is, you don't have to search the shit. Yeah. It's like you know, you don't have to get online. You don't have to search, you know, Trayvon Martin. You don't have to search, you know, uh, the journalist. You don't have to search, you know, Mike Brown. But it's out there. You know, what I'm saying the internet is just vast for all kind of crazy shit. So you can search all this shit if you want. But if you don't want to see it. You don't gotta search it, or you 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 don't have to be right. on on certain social networks that actually going to post it. Yeah. So you know you control what you can see, especially yeah. And like okay, so maybe the picture if you're scrolling Twitter, Twitter has like a thing where they'll automatically kind of show a picture. So I could see if you don't want to see a picture and you're on Twitter, you could end up seeing it by mistake. But like that video, you have to click. Ain't nobody making you click on no YouTube video. That shit ain't gonna play automatically. And it's not like feed. and it's and even in the video, it's not like you're. You you click on a uh, video and it cues right to the that point. Right, he's sitting there talking for a good while. That shit don't happen till like the last thirty seconds of the video. Yeah, exactly. Of a four and a half minute video. So, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of like the whole idea of not sharing these uh, insanely violent videos. I get in the sense of not sharing it for fun, but like if you're just sharing it, like, hey, look, I got a video of somebody getting their head cut off. It's like, okay, well, that's kind of. Uh, rude to just post that, yeah. but this is important. Like people need to see what the fuck is happening. Now. What the fuck happened? Now? And, it, and I can say, even then, like I say, you have a choice to watch it. So exactly, it's not like you know we're every, people are getting forced to watch beheadings or shootings or any of that stuff. So I don't know. I, I, but I, if I had shared that damn video, people would be like, "How dare you do that?" I'm, I'd have got unfollowed. I'd have got blocked. You can't. 
Don't don't share that. You can't share that. I'm like, people need to see that shit. I shared the uh, the YouTube of the uh, the kid that got shot with the police. And Everybody nope. did. Yeah, and and that ain't been blocked or anything in that nature. So whatever. So yeah, I think that's all we need. Uh, all that I wanted to touch on, and we we're running kind of long now, so I guess we can wrap it up. Um, so thanks for. Everybody who sent in emails, thanks for everybody who listened to the last episode um, and responded to it. We get, For the few people who did listen to it, we got some really great feedback on that episode. So, yeah, we did. Yeah, so thanks for that. And uh, you got anything you wanted to add before we... Nope, not at all. Uh, we may be uh, posting early this week just because of the, the weekend. and. Oh, yeah, he's going out of town next weekend, so... We're probably going to record on Thursday, so you might get an episode, well, if you're listening to this now, it's probably Monday, uh, you might get a Monday episode and a Friday episode, so oh, we'll work out see. well for people who are who are genuine fans. Who are having listeners and so forth, so thank you guys for listening again, and uh, keep pussy glitter on your chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>